Oh hey, didn't see you there. Welcome back to Half Damage, a Curse of Strahd actual play D&D podcast presented by Crit Chat. Previously on the adventure. I don't have the capability of describing this beautiful, beautiful man. Is it Hugh Jackman? (laughs) Yeah, it's just Hugh Jackman. Fuck it. Wonderful to have you in my domain. The bell rings. The man you have come to know as Strahd takes a deep inhale and goes, It is so good to meet you and crisscross applesauces with you guys on the floor. I'm going to look back at Fang and mouth, Aren't we supposed to kill him? I turn to Strahd. Are we supposed to kill you? That is the idea. I look forward to the battle of it. So how do we do that? I do not relish the idea of dying. Even if I wanted to tell you NDAs. Fang has no idea what an NDA is. Neither does Podge, but we all nod vigorously. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I've been alive for a long time. I'm looking forward to someone that can put me to rest. You hear the bell go off again. You cross me and you will die. We should go talk to that Ismark guy. Sorry, hangs back for just a second and she quietly whispers, Strahd. She looks down and says, if it comes to the moment where someone has to die, choose me. And please let Camilla go, at the very least. The thing that you pass through is definitely golden arches. Are we at McDonald's? (laughs) Shut up, Emily. (laughs) You hear a deafening roar. Actually, sorry. You hear a deafening roar! And you can see Isaac's face looking through at you. We're ruled over by Strahd. If any of us were to stand up to him, he would kill us on the spot. If the only way we can get out of here is by marking the Strahd guy, I'm kind of all for it. So does he have an address? Raised up in the distance a hill and the edges of a jagged building on the top of it. Castle Ravenloft. Aw, dunk, I can see my house from up here. Ha 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 ha! Castle Ravenloft. He lives there, but I would not advise you going there immediately. It's a dangerous place. Those that go there don't often come back. And while I am sure that you are formidable folk, I I do not believe that you will be able to face him at a moment like this. So what you're saying is we don't have the experience yet. (laughs) If you wish to make a difference, I would humbly ask a favor of you. My father has been deceased for quite a while and my other father refuses to take on the responsibility of his of his passing. I just want to bury my father. He was one of the few who was able to have any amount of joy in here and because I am not a capable man, he lies simply rotting in our abode. Would you come with me to help bring him to his final resting place? Where where is where would his final resting place be is it? Is it is it far? No, sadly, uh, it is just down the road, around the corner. He must be buried at the church, but there's a 
an ill omen over that place. One that I tried to face myself, but could not bear. Camilla's gonna look at Fang again. Fang doesn't notice, because she's like picking at her fingernails. Yeah, he, he, he looks at you plaintively um, before looking towards, towards the stairs. He goes, the father that yet lives, he, he thinks me a coward. He's right to think me a coward. I, I cannot enter the place alone. The things I see at night there are enough to turn the stomach. And my sister, she, she has a malady at the moment that stops her from being able to leave the house. Or rather, I'd rather it stopped her leaving the house. She, she has a willful soul and would rather go on adventures and stop Strahd, but his eyes are always on her and I worry for her safety. Why? Like, what, what's, his, what's his deal? He has taken a liking to my sister. Speaks to her, calls her name not her own every so often, but has found an obsession with my sister. Camilla, you have the highest passive perception. Could you roll a little perception check for me? Oh boy. Um, <laughs> that's a that's a that's a two on the dice. <laughs> so six. No. Well, never mind then. <laughs> awesome possum. But yeah, he 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 looks up the stairs and says, "My sister, I wish to take her to." Someplace else, someplace outside of here. She's not safe here where Strahd is constantly looking from up on his hill. But she cannot leave. She will not leave without our father being properly buried in the ground. Nor would my other father let it be so. He is understandably distraught. Camilla is still standing with her arm around Sari. And just looks at Sari and says, what, what do you think? I don't trust anybody, but if it means protecting someone from that Strahd guy, I mean, I think we kind of have to. If you're on board, I'm on board. You know that. Sounds to me like a great chance for <laughs> some kind of, you know, just a bit of life experience. <laughs> I've never over Poncho. Yep. <laughs> As Mark kind of like perks up a little bit and like sits forward on his chair more. And goes, so you will, you'll help us. Sure. So we're taking your father to, from, from here? Um, yes, we have him in the backyard. Delightful. There was no better place to keep him. That's nice. And we're taking him to... Down the road? Yes, uh, I can show you where it is, but I, I cannot go in. I, it makes me my sure. stomach turn. I understand. All right, I guess we're doing this then. I yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Is Ismark stands up and with a little bit of a sadness in his eyes, because you know he's getting his fucking dad buried. Uh, <laughs> like stands up and goes, "Thank you." Honestly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so, so much. Um, I'll I'll lead you his way, and hopefully, with him to rest, my my sister will finally take heed and go somewhere that is 
less dangerous than here for her. Uh, and he, he motions you uh, towards the back of the house uh, where he leads you outside to equal to the front garden. All of the, the grass is overgrown um, and the night has gone a little bit deeper, a little bit darker. Um, and among the, the weeds and the growing plants around, uh, there's a simple wooden coffin surrounded by some flowers that someone at one point had put down. Just wildflowers that they were able to find, but they seem to be in different states of uh, degradation. Like there are some older ones that still wilt. Um, and there are ones that look like they're fresh that sit on top of this simple cobbled together coffin. I just wish for my father to be at rest. Um, could someone help me carry it? I, I'll, I'll carry most of the weight if, if you, if you wish. Fang steps forward. I, I'm the strong one. I'm the, I'm the beefy <laughs> one. <laughs> There's a little twinkle in his eye as he like takes one end of it um, and lets you take the other. Fang then realizes she now has to carry like a few days old corpse and is like, oh. Let, I mean, I guess let's roll a fucking strength check. Fuck it, why not? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, it's a th- 12. No, yeah, 12. Wait, yeah. Yeah, 12. Um, yeah, but between the two of you, it's enough for you to like heave it off the ground with uh, Ismar taking the lead, you, he takes you around the outside of the house, and as you're as you're leaving the mansion, going through the front garden, there's a light that flickers on upstairs as someone lights a lantern, um, and silhouetted in the window, you see the form of what appears to be a woman that's looking out at you, just watching as she as you take this. Uh, this coffin away from the house. You go down the street and kind of awkwardly with this um, with this coffin in hand uh, takes you down the street around the corner as he promised to outside of a very old looking church. There's a bell that tolls at, from the church itself even though it's not on the hour and Ismar kind of puts his end of the coffin down before wringing his hands and says, I... I dare not go further. There's a man inside, Donovich. He... Should he be in a state of mind that is more sane than last I saw him, he should hopefully be able to help you. Uh, what's that about him being sane or not? (laughs) (laughs) Just kind of skimmed over that part, buddy. Ismar kind of like shakes his head and says, He has suffered a great deal like most of us have. He used to be a very pious man. He used to come and try and take us to his services, but his son disappeared quite a while ago now, and since then he hasn't been there not dangerous. I, 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 I'll let you know he, he's not a dangerous man. He just is not the pious man that he used to be. I always like it when people tell me that someone is definitely not dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you clarified that for us. You know, usually if something's spicy, I tell people it's spicy. I don't tell people it's 
it might not be spicy. I would like to know very much. Is this man spicy? <laughs> is he is he dangerous? Will I freak out if he if he comes in contact with me or my eyes? Fang is gonna <laughs> lean into Ismark and be like, she thinks spicy means itchy. So she's gonna <laughs> <laughs> now I need to say sorry is also allergic to spicy things. <laughs> of course he is. Ismark shakes his head and goes, he is not a spicy man. Christ. Okay, I'm back. Okay. He's not prone to attack, and even if he were, he's not a man that I think would be able to do much damage to one such as yourselves. It's just hard to get through to him these days. Duly noted. <laughs> Alright, well, shall we get this f- funeral on the way? Burial? Funeral? I'm happy to help, but I don't think I'm going to be able to lift that fang. Fang's like, nah, it's cool. I got it on my own. Are, are we carrying a coffin or a body? A coffin. This no, you're not just like handling some mushy dead flesh, boy. What are you okay, talking okay, okay. about? <laughs> God. Is there is there a sealed lid? Uh yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> what did uh, you roll? I rolled, I rolled a fifteen. Like, um, okay, well you you try and heave it up. Like you get it like mostly off the ground and you kinda of carry it a little bit, but it's a bit heavy. Like you could probably manage it with with someone else, but like it's a bit That's much. too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Not asking for help. Like, Ismar kind of, like, like looks with like, a look of, like, okie dokie, whatever that look is. <laughs> no, it's cool, I got it. Guys, you 100% would have known the strength. Not Camilla's strong suit. <laughs> I'm sure if you all gave it a heave-ho, I think you'd be able to manage it, but, um... No, it's not necessary. <laughs> I can't, I can't tell if... Fag wants us. I, yeah. I can't tell if she's. This is important to Fag. May Camilla gets underneath. Gets like to the other part of the coffin and tries to lift it uh-huh. with her. All right, I'm gonna roll. Should I roll a strength check? Oh uh, yeah. All right. Oh boy, that's that is definitely a six. No, I mean it helps a little bit. Like it takes a little bit of the strain off to like have someone else do it at least. Um, Thanks to the, like, the positive there. Like you got, <laughs> you got like Fang is still taking most of it oh, and is putting on that like um I could do it on my own face. <laughs> like Ismar kind of like awkwardly like clenches his little fists um and goes like um once you're done here I would I would welcome you back in the the mansion and maybe we could. Try and convince my sister to go elsewhere that's not in the gaze of Strahd. Camilla heard none of that. She's trying desperately to lift it higher. <laughs> <laughs> Failing miserably, of course. There's there's a couple of steps that lead to the church itself. Uh, the door the doors are shut, but with two other people that just are not helping, like I'm assuming that they can like open them for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a little while to get the whole thing up the steps because it's a lot of weight and one of you is definitely taking a lot more of the load than the other okay okay i'll help 
like that poncho just responded to the DM. God, the DM guilted you into helping. <laughs> I mean, roll me a strength check. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I haven't rolled yet today. No. Oh, check this roll, boy. Uh, that's probably minus one, so that's a seven. Oh no! I mean, oh, right, like to be fair, between between the three of you now, like you don't need that high. Like uh, with three of you helping, you can like heave it up like easily enough between you. It, it's a bit heavy, but like you you guys have been able to manage it. Oh, my God. Sorry says good work, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. Sorry. <laughs> um. Uh, sorry, as you open the open the doors, um, you can see that the the doors themselves, though, like they're that kind of ornate dark wood that they had at the 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 Burgermaster's mansion. Um, <laughs> there's also some like claw marks, and it's you can see that parts of it have been scorched and scarred by fire. But you're able to push open the doors fairly easily, but with the trademark screech of the the hinges. Um, inside, they the doors open to reveal a ten foot wide, like twenty foot long hall, leading to a brightly lit chapel that has candles around at the end of it that you can see. Uh, the hall itself is unlit and it reeks of mildew. Uh, on your sides, there are four doors, two to each side of the hall, that lead to other rooms. You can assume. You can see ahead of you at the end of the hall that the chapel at the very end that's well lit is strewn with debris and you hear a soft voice within it reciting a prayer. Uh, Suddenly, the prayer is blotted out by an inhuman scream that rises up from beneath the wooden floor below you. I guess we should have rolled a perception check first, huh, friends? (laughs) Probably. Is this... A literal scream? Yeah. Oh, this is not or... like the unvoiced scream of the forest. <laughs> this is a very literal scream. <laughs> uh, can I roll a perception check? Go for it. What? Oh, first, what are you trying to perceive? Let's see. I'm trying to perceive any immediate danger to us. Like if there's anything in the room that looks dangerous. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Holy shit, guys. I'm rolling so well today. Hey. That is a 19... Plus three. So that is a 21. Okay. Well, around you, there's nothing that you can see that would be an actual danger to you, aside from getting, like, a nasty splinter or, like, tripping on the cobblestones (sighs) beneath your feet. The scream sounds like it comes from far off enough, um, and the man that you can kind of see in the, the chapel muttering doesn't seem to be any, very much of a threat to you, if any threat at all. Well, lucky for you, everyone. Is, I've uh, scoped <laughs> out the area, and it seems okay. You mean minus the terrible scream? Yeah, but that's from a little while away, so we're, we're totally safe. Is the, the prayer chanting whatever continuing after the scream yeah after the scream go like uh, it seems like it continued right through the the screaming from below like they're used to it i guess can we hear any of the words of the prayer i mean yeah i guess i guess we'll give like a perception check for that okay oh i got a 20 so Ooh, a nat 20 Ooh, oh no, no, not, not, 20. 20. not okay. a nat 20 
Um, you can hear the man's voice as he seems to pray to a god of sunlight. He, he keeps bringing up the idea of bring him into the sun, bring him out of the dark. It's very focused on, like, to bring him, to make him, to lead him to salvation, to save him. Um, and you, yeah, he, he seems to be constantly chanting the same short phrases over and over. Uh, almost like it's he's done it in a madness and as soon as he feels like if he's able to say it enough times then maybe it will help like doing his hail marys guys i can't hold this coffin much longer so we have to do something i mm -hmm. vote we go forward i think that's a great idea um, fang kind of gestures uh at camilla and just says you're you're the you're the cleric you should maybe uh be the one to talk to him I'm all for it. It just, it sounds, I don't know if you guys can hear him or if it means anything to you. He's, he's praying about bringing him into the light, him into the light. I don't know who he is. And it sounds almost insane with the repetition. Like, this is not, I, we, this is not. We, we were kind of warned about that. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. That's true. That, that is fair. Um. Uh, sh sure, I'll, I'll I'll talk to him. Hang on, wait, wait, wait. Is Camilla gonna go forward? Well, in front, um, I guess. Guys, I, I if I'm gonna go forward by myself, I'm gonna have to put this thing down. We can just set the coffin down. I All think. Right. Um, sure. Yeah, I'll go talk to him. Will you guys back me up? Uh, I take. Um, I reach into my, uh, un into my pouch, and uh, I take this little, this kind of silvery dust out, and uh, I kind of. Uh, like like with a little flourish like flick it up in the air and then um um place my hand on um camilla's shoulder and i cast protection from evil and good mm. there we go and there's like a little shimmer around you that should uh I, that should it should be a little bit of protection for you thank you poncho i'm gonna turn around take a really deep breath and plow forward and we follow without the coffin? Without the coffin. Yeah, let's just set yeah. it down. Yeah. Cool. Go talk to this dude. Yeah. So yeah, you, you, you set the coffin down at the door and walk through the hall. As you do, the um, his chanting gets louder and now you can all hear his kind of steady stream of bring him into the light, save him from the dark. You get the god name of Pelor, who you've probably all heard of, even though some of you might not be very oh, yeah. religious, but it's Pelor. Most people know of the god of sun. I'm going to make as much noise as I can while coming in. <laughs> like not, not like stumbling noise, but yeah. like shuffle my feet, maybe like run my nails along the wall. Like, like just... Freddy Krueger! Oh god, Jesus. Like alert my presence. <laughs> in some way without like could saying be, could it be like, like a fun whistle tune or something yeah, but no scream yeah, my like, fingernails along the wall no you know just like ambient noise like yeah not yeah. like creepy scratching but like yeah i'll start whistling this, this oh, is this is excellent. i'm not actually gonna whistle because i think that would be hell um <laughs> audio hell all right i feel like most people just like cough 
Yeah. yeah, most people are tweets. Okay, so oh, I'm gonna try coughing. <laughs> um, through through your Freddy Krueger behavior, you scraping your nails, you, the whistling, the coughing. <laughs> through all of this, the the figure at the end of the of of the hall in the uh, in the chapel doesn't seem to move at all. Uh, I'm gonna cough louder. <laughs> 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 No matter the coughing, he still seems to just be, like, bowed over in front of the altar. I'm gonna look back at the rest of us and just kind of gesture at him. <laughs> like, can you believe this guy? He doesn't <laughs> notice me. I, gi- I-, I give Camilla a double thumbs up. <laughs> you sass oh. him too much and he turns around. No, <laughs> no he-, he continues on his, like, little... I'm gonna walk closer and clear my throat. <laughs> like get real, like not super close. Not like <laughs> I'm gonna scare the guy, but I'm gonna get a lot closer and go. <clears throat> at this point, like you're you're at this point close enough to him that you can see that like the altar that he sits in front of, like the the entire room, like all the pews are essentially crumbled. Like the wood has either rotted or been torn apart. Um, the altar that's made of stone is has also got raked marks across it from like giant claws. Um, and you can see the priest, you've been told his name is Donovich, sitting there, well, kneeling there in front of it. And his robes are dirty and in tatters. And only once you're very, very close does he stop and seem to listen. Excuse us. Why are you here? Why have you come to me? We're here to deliver someone to their final resting place. He seems to pause for a moment and doesn't seem like he's going to answer you. When again you hear a loud long scream come from the floors below you. And you can see his shoulders instinctively hunch and he twitches away from you. Frankly, that scream is really disconcerting. He see- he doesn't unclench at this point and doesn't turn around to you and goes, What what body do you bring to me? I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I don't know his name. <laughs> I'm gonna just turn around to everybody and go, Hey, what's the name of the person we're bringing here classic D doesn't ask anyone's names nope uh, it, it's it's uh it's uh, one of uh, is is mark's father's oh mr is mark's dad yes it's mr, mr. is, is mark's, mark's dad, dad. <laughs> 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 yeah yes that that's who it is. Yeah, his uh his shoulders slump again, and with a great effort and with bones that you can hear cracking and creaking as he stands up, he still doesn't turn around to face you, but rather still looks down at the altar before looking up at a large sunburst that you can see on the wall in front of him. I, I've not done a burial in quite some time. This is apparently where Mr. Ismark's dad is supposed to end up. And we want to help Ismark... I guess we want to help Ismark's whole family out. So if you would help us out. 
I have to look up his fucking name because we can't keep calling him Ismarkstad. I mean, I genuinely don't know his name and neither does Camilla, so I'm just going with it. Let's see if I can find- Oh, I found his name! Okay, never mind, we're back. Oops. The the man you know to be Donovich um, looks down again and goes, Kolyan. His name was Kolyan. He was a good man. And if I may be so bold, Sir, what is your name? I'm Donovich. I was once... Once a preacher. Now. And he gestures at the, uh, the ruined seats beside him. Now I reside over ruins, and... At, at that moment, the scream from below the floor comes up again, and he falls to his knees and begins to pray again. Camilla absolutely jumps when the scream comes again. This is not getting any easier with each one. Do I see any ways, uh, any exits, any ways down? Uh, down? Um, not from this room, no. Will you help us bury Colgan? Donovich takes a moment and keeps on praying. Um, it takes maybe a whole minute before he stands up and, like vaguely looks over his shoulder at you uh, before looking to one of the windows at the the end of the of the church um, and beckons you over to it as he walks over himself. I'm gonna follow. He looks out the window and waits till you're at his side before pointing out among the gravestones and in the night you don't well actually no roll me roll me a perception check again. Oh, I'm sure this will go really well. Hold on. <laughs> I rolled a seven. No! Oh, that was a three plus a four. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> you look out at... Um, Camilla is not noticing anything no, not tonight. Looking, not, not seeing shit. Like everything. She just got like a speck of, of dust in her eye when uh, <laughs> Poncho was blowing things around earlier. It <laughs> hasn't like, come out yet. Okay, put <laughs> Her like glasses on top of her head and does that thing. He's like, ah, I can just. Oh, oh god! Yeah. Can you like? Can you like? Ah, oh, can you see it? Can you see it? Like, can you? Can you? Do, like... like trying really hard to get herself to cry on an awful day, <laughs> which is getting easier and easier to like accomplish, but isn't actually getting anything out. I was really sad. I shouldn't have laughed that much, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he. he he points out and all all that you seem to see is the um is the graveyard itself and he goes out there they come at night they come every single night they the old ones the ones that were lucky enough to have some sort of life in this hell that we live in i mean you have some kind of life you're living in this hell <laughs> Yeah. Camilla's really, really good at talking to people. People are easy. Um, yeah, he he gives like a very dry laugh and like looks towards the ground and goes, I used to have a life around here. That's gone now. But those people out there, and he looks back outside, they're the ones who keep coming back. We can't go. Not in the night. Come the morning, maybe, but not until then. What can we do 
to help you, and I'm not gonna lie here, so that you will help us. He clenches his fists and then uh, turns for the first time to face you completely and gives, like, like very much stares you down. Like, there, there's... His eyes have been very far away, but this is the first time that he's actually seemed to look at you properly. Yeah, Camilla does not like this one bit, but she stands her ground. If you can find a way to help my son, I don't know if he can be helped, but if you can find a way, please come back and let me know. Where, where can we find your son? He sighs and looks down at the ground again, and after a moment, raises a hand and limply points down the hallway. And a possibly very important question. What is your son's name? (laughs) 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 He gives a sigh, and even though he seems, like, completely defeated, you can see a very small smile on his face as he says, Doru. His name's Doru. I'm going to turn back to everybody. You guys all heard that, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And then Alfred says, no, I I really (laughs) didn't hear a lot. (laughs) Would you like us to see your son now? He tenses up slightly and clenches his fists and says, he's not well. He looks uh, at Camilla, since you are the closest to him, and says, he doesn't know himself right now. He's a good he's a good boy. You have to believe me in that. I Sure. Do not hurt him, please. Camilla just turns around and looks at everybody else while she's still talking. Um she's talking to Donovich, but she's like looking at Fang, basically. <laughs> and she goes, Yeah, he's a good boy. We believe you. Fang's hand is like on her axe as you say this. We would love to to see Doru now, right, <laughs> guys? Yeah, why don't you show us to where we can find him and then uh, go somewhere else so we can help. Yes, <laughs> help, helping. Donovich uh, gives a slight nod um, before... Uh, starting to walk towards the hallway that uh, most of you are still kind of clustered in. Uh, he he takes a few steps into it before hesitating um, and points to the, uh, the first door on the right from where you came in. Says, he's down there. There's a, there's a trap door. He shouldn't, he shouldn't be able to come close to you if you stay close to the closer ladder it's probably better that way alright then and she's going and the rest of you following? yes yeah let's do it hey guys welcome to the middle of the podcast break chat thanks for coming along and enjoying the adventure with us but we have to we have to take a break 
We have to take a sweet hot break before this next little bit and then we're gonna wrap up for this week and weirdly enough this is the last that I know that's happening in the campaign. We are recording this coming Saturday I think so I don't even know what's coming next. We're all the same place now. Who the fuck knows? Um, if you do not know, uh, this is, uh, Half Damage, it is, well, you should know it's Half Damage, you fucking found the podcast, uh, but, uh, this is a Crit Chat production, uh, all of us met on Crit Chat, which is a podcast that I produce, it is a D&D DM advice podcast, kind of, I mean, we started, we, we, we started trying to do advice, and then it slowly descended, that's what I'm looking for, it slowly descended to fucking bullshit, but it's still fun, if you want to find it, then you search Crit Chat on all the shit, you know, on podcast reps, and on SoundCloud, and on fucking iTunes, you can do all those, and it's great. Uh, we are sharing all of our social media with Crit Chat, so... If you want to talk to us for half damage things, go there also. So that is on facebook.com forward slash crit chat, on twitter.com forward slash crit underscore chat. Uh, if you want to give us, if you want to like uh, talk to us on Twitter, then you can use the hashtag half damage. If you want to get up to this show specifically, I've got a really cool like audience interaction thing that I'm going to implement very soon, but the, the time has not come to unveil that. So. Whatever, we'll find it out later. Uh, yeah, if you do that, that really helps us out a lot. It lets more people know that we're here and lets people know what we do. And it's cool and it's fun and you get to talk to us and we're, we're, we're pretty cool. Uh, if you want to find our uh, Discord, you can go into the link in the description. It will be there along with all the links to everything else. Uh, you can find this podcast on like podcast, podcasts at like SoundCloud and like iTunes and all those are good places. And you search Half Damage and they're there. If you want to share it with your friends, uh, I would recommend using the SoundCloud link or the link to the iTunes. Um, it gets them right to us. Um, and it really helps us out. There's a word of mouth podcast. No one knows the fuck what we're goddamn doing unless you guys talk about it. And it, people are only listening to this show because people have talked about it and it's beautiful and it's wonderful and it makes me feel the warm fuzzies in my heart. Um, you can also find our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash crit chat. Uh, that one is, again, all one word. Uh, it really helps us out. Um, we have to put these podcasts up on SoundClouds and all and all the, the podcast things and that costs cash dollar which I don't have I don't have that cash dollar so uh if, even in for as little as a dollar a month you get some really cool things you get a lot of rewards uh we're working on a new reward that you'll get um at any level and it's genuinely such a good reward for for the very little that you'll be paying for it so fucking jump in now and you'll get some cool shit in the very near future um, it helps us out, it makes us feel good, and it means that the podcast can keep on keeping on, I guess. We also have our sister podcast, so we imagine, so, okay, Crit Chat is like the mommy podcast, and from the mommy podcast, we've got our two little, our little, our little child podcast, our sister podcasts. Uh, we've got this one, Half Damage, which is you're listening to it, you know what the fuck it is. Uh, we've also got Between Scorch and Shade, which is another actual play podcast uh, run by Kai Yu. It's also got myself, Emily, and Alfred on it, though I'm playing in that one. Uh, and we also have the the beautiful and inconquerable Adam Terry on that on that bad boy as well. Uh, and if you want more D&D actual play goodness, then go over there, Between Scorch and Shade, on all your podcast apps, SoundCloud, and iTunes. But as for now, we'll let you get back to the episode and round this one up. You make your way into the room that uh, that Donovich uh, motioned towards. When you go in, there's 
you, you look up and there's holes in the ceiling. If there were any light at this time of day, then the light would be coming through into this room. You can see broken shingles falling into the room itself and there are puddles of water on the floor. Uh, in one corner, set into the cobbly ground that you're on, uh, there's a heavy wooden trap door. And at this point, you can... It's not so much screams as you can hear someone down there whimpering. Oh, Did Donovich say that we should stay up, like not go into the trapdoor? Uh, he said it, you can go down, but like it's safer to stay near the um, near the ladder. Right. Did he say that this that Dory was chained up or anything, or secured, or is he just roaming around down there? Uh, he, he said he wouldn't be able to get to you, so you can infer from that maybe he's chained or okay. maybe he's caged okay. or something, but... How, how far down is the drop? Um, well, you, you open up the, um, the door itself and there, there's a ladder down and it, it seems like there's, it, it's, it's like a pretty, it's a pretty deep place, but it's not like, it's not going to take you like an hour to climb down this ladder. It's, it's, it's like a tall room's width, uh, tall room's width. It's like a tall room's height, uh, down. It's like, just like a normal ass basement. But with, like, a crying, whimpering person in there, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what your basement's like, but, like, it's very similar to my basement, I guess. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Just get a little insight. Oh, boy. Ah, uh, Fang's just gonna jump in. Fang doesn't use a ladder, just jumps on it. No, it's like when you play, like, Zelda or something, and you think it's going to take too much time to climb down yeah. the ladder, so you just jump. <laughs> I'll just roll when I hit the yeah, bottom. Yeah, you just roll when you hit... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, then I guess roll athletics. See how cool, cool or not it is. Uh, that's a 12. I mean, you, you don't land cool. Like, but you, <laughs> you, you land in and you kind of give, like, one of those, like, half rolls. Like, you, you manage to, like, avoid any damage, but, like, it's it's good that they were above the ground because you just kind of, like, Go down, you roll your ankle a little bit, you're like, ah, ding dang it, and <laughs> stand up, you're like, yeah. I, I, I slide down the ladder. Ooh, you slide down the ladder. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, anyone using the ladder is fine, I guess. I, yeah. I, I arrive at the bottom of the ladder and I take a bow. <laughs> I, I look at sorry and I shrug and climb down the ladder. <laughs> and then and then there's another scream, I guess. <laughs> Can I saunter down the ladder? Everyone else did cool things. You all uh, descend uh, the ladder in various ways and in various amounts of coolness, I guess. Uh, does Do any of you have dark vision? The gnomes do. Gnomes do. The halflings yeah. do. Yeah. Okay, so the gnomes... So, yeah, the gnomes uh, are... Poncho, Poncho and Sari. Yep. So, Poncho and Sari, you can see pretty well. Um, like Fang and Camilla, you're a little bit... It, it's it's not easy to see in here. It's a little bit dark and like there's no source of light in the room. But Fang and Poncho, you can see at the other corner of the room, curled up is seemingly a man like kind of young of age, but he's rocking backwards and forward and nonsensically whimpering. So he just looks like a a, a, a man, a boy? Uh yeah, just like he he's very he's very hunched over and is like curled in on himself, so it's hard to see anything of him. But seems to just be a regular a regular dude. A regular dude. in like 
normal clothing? I mean, it's it's ragged. Like, it doesn't look like it's nice. <laughs> like, it looks like he's been in a basement for a long ass time, I guess. That's <laughs> <laughs> the general vibe, his basement boy. <laughs> he's got a good basement That's boy my, vibe. Yeah, the general yeah, basement boy vibe, yeah. Cool. <laughs> so, uh, did you say he's chained up at all? Um, Visual, like, give me obviously. a perception check. Cool. Nineteen. Nineteen. Uh, yeah, you can see around hi- around like his ankles. You can see two manacles as he's like curled in on himself. Uh, that seem to be chained from his ankles and like uh, pitted into the into like the brick wall behind him. Uh, Dove. Immediately, the the whimpering kind of stops, and you can see him look up. Well, two of you can see him look up. Um, you can uh, both uh, Poncho and Sari. You can see a boy with wild matted hair um, and very wide eyes. As he as he looks at you, he looks like he is frenzied. And as soon as he opens his mouth, you can see that his canine teeth are long and extended. Mm. He goes, "I'm, I'm hungry. I'm hungry." Feed me, please. I'm so hungry. Do you like scones? She says as sincerely <laughs> as possible. Sorry, do, sorry. Do you have sorry? Do you have any scones in there? Uh, I do. I hope. I'm walking to the back of the room. To the back of the room. What, where do you think is the back of the room? <laughs> I mean, I ba- I mean, I back up. I just back up away from. Them. Okay, back up away from. Okay, I'm at the back of the group. Uh, I want to say that I pull out a boysenberry scone. We're gonna have to say how many scones you yeah, have. This is gonna have to be like the teacups. We're gonna have to like teacups. Um, fuck it. Roll, roll a d twenty for me. That's how many scones you have. Oh, this is no. I'm afraid. Can I add my charisma to it? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure that Zoe has advantage in all muffin checks. <laughs> Agreed. I'm scared. I just wasted my nat twenty, and I'm really afraid. I'm gonna roll a one. Can can this be a performance? Like yeah, I was gonna say like performance, performance? probably because like yeah, you're you're a bard. This this is kind of what you do. Fuck it. Uh, All right. We'll add your add your fucking performance to it because that makes sense. Because D and D, I guess <laughs> that makes me feel happy because then at least at the very least, like I have a seven modifier on it. So I'm very excited. <laughs> You've got at least seven. Ah. I've got at least eight. Oh, also, I'm not counting the scone of scorn. The scone, the scone of scorn is its own entity. It's me. Oh, good. Thank it's you. Me. I swear I'm not cheating. What? I swear I'm Emily, not cheating. Emily, did you fucking roll a twenty? <laughs> you Emily, do you have twenty-seven? Do you have twenty-seven <laughs> fucking scones on you, Emily? Emily, do you, and it's double damage, so I guess forty-seven. No. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the dice, the dice are doubled, right? So. <laughs> Stupid, bad, terrible podcast. <laughs> I don't know how I went from rolling like seven ones last game to this. To having forty seven scales. I'm not complaining. I'm not what. I'm gonna give you a nice round thirty. Oh, I'm crying. I'm gonna give you a nice round thirty scones that you have. Oh, thank you so much. I'm gonna write that down. Because what are we doing here? <laughs> so, 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 just I, I imagine. Sorry, like, sorry, like takes a takes a scone out for this person, and it's like, yeah, fuck it, have four. <laughs> 
like vacuum seal like boxes that you use to oh, take God. pastries places. Oh, God, oh, please. <laughs> I wanna think yeah, I wanna think it's like that little basket that has like a little flap over top of it for like picnic <gasps> stuff. Yes. With like a few napkins. Oh inside. little picnic basket of scope. Can we make this any more wholesome? Uh I think it has embroidered on it like a couple of different like sunflowers. <laughs> and uh my name is written in it with like oh just this really pretty bright bright purple thread and it glimmers a little bit yes we can make it more wholesome i guess (laughs) there it is oh god yes we're playing curse of strahd i know right i mean i was i was genuinely like a little bit freaked out at the visual of the guy and i'm so hungry (laughs) and now i guess i'm now i'm good now i'm good I stop backing up to the end of the room. I walk forward. <laughs> You're like, ah, it's my new scones friend. What kind of what what kind of berries do you like? <laughs> the hunched figure at the end, like, looks up at you with like a look of like non comprehension. Starts shaking his head wildly. He gets up a little bit and kind of on all fours starts moving very slowly towards you guys. Like, you can hear the chains chinking as they're, like, attached to his leg and, like, crashing against the stone floor. I, I'm gonna turn to Sorry and just go, Sorry, put the scone down and back away. <laughs> <laughs> um, I nod at, at Camilla and... Um, I walk forward a little bit. Oh, you you still can't see this. I can hear chains clinking, and I know that Sari is going to give someone or something a scone. That's <laughs> all I really need to know with Sari. Default assumption. I don't think I need to see anything. Sari nods at Camilla, and she walks forward just a little bit, and she takes out one of the napkins that was inside of the basket, and she sets it on the ground with the scone, so that way it's not getting dirty. Camilla can't see any of this, so she goes, sorry, put the scone down. I did! <laughs> you sure? Stupid. You're not lying to me about this. I know you've told me about it, and I just put it, I wanted to make sure it was sanitary. This is the dumbest podcast. You can hear Poncho climbing the ladder. <laughs> Poncho's Audi 5000. (laughs) Oh, God. Well, apparently only one of you now is still seeing um, this man kind of, like, keeping crawling towards you. He gives the kind of uh, pause a little bit as he's going closer and looks at the scone from a distance. Fang is uh, maybe going to pull out her shield and her axe, like, just to be safe. Good, good. Um... Yeah, that he, he he seems to have stopped. You can see him, well, again, Sari can kind of see him kind of sniffing at the air a little bit before looking up at you, like, Sari, very directly in the eyes and goes, I'm hungry. I'm so hungry. Father won't feed me. Will you feed me? That, that, that's what the scone is for. It's it's a very good scone. I can assure you that he's really It's a really good, good scone. She's great. <laughs> they really are the best scones around. The one. <laughs> <laughs> I grabbed you a cherry one, so it's like it's a little bit on the sweet side, but a little tart. 
Um, but it should be good. <laughs> the man uh, on the floor l- looks at you again and then looks back down at the scone and takes a few... He crawls forward a little bit more before at one point he just snaps and fucking charges full on at you. Oh no. And it is maybe like a foot away before the chains yank him back and he starts scrabbling at you, like screaming now going, I'm hungry. Why won't you feed me? I'm hungry, please. Please. Sorry, are you okay? I've given you sunshine. Huh? I'm, I'm- Come on, out, out. Everyone out. Running out. Can't see anything running. Uh, like, you, you hear the chains, like, the strain at the wall as he keeps trying to reach out at you but can't quite get there. All the while still screaming that he's hungry. Sorry being very upset that he has just denied her gift is going to try to use her best mother gnome voice and persuade him to sit his ass down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, roll of persuasion, I guess. Okay. Ooh, that's a 17 plus 7. Whoa. So Whoa. Damn. Jeez. He keeps screaming for a little while, but then you give like a very, very stern, like, hey, no, no, no. Do you know how long I baked those scones for, mister? You're going to sit your butt down and you're going to eat what I give you. Do you understand me, sir? He looks very stunned and backs off a couple of paces before kind of sitting down. Uh, the scone is, like, within within his reach, but got a little bit smushed once he, like, had, like, charged at you. But looking at you with a little bit of, a weird bit of fear in his eye, <laughs> kind of, like, <laughs> takes the scone, I guess? Um, you can see his hands, like, the fingers seem like they're a little bit elongated than would be normal and natural. Uh, the skin is pulled tight over them and his nails are long and pointed at the end, but he takes the scone and kind of holds it to himself, looking at you very questioningly with it. <laughs> Poncho and Camilla are like up the ladder. Is Fang still down there with her shield out? Yeah, Fang's gonna be the last one up. So you just got like two people peering down and you can see like a bird's eye view of fucking Sari with her like hands on her hips telling off this vampire who has taken her heed and is holding a scone in his hands. <laughs>